Hello everyone, my name is Trudy Ann Davis and welcome to the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6th, 6th episode of the Big Podcast which stands for Devotionals, Inspirations and Guides. You know, it feels good to make it to the 6th week. I can't believe that it's already six weeks since this journey has begun and i want to thank everyone who has been a part of this journey so far who have listened who have shared who have provided feedback who have encouraged who have prayed i really and truly appreciate it and i see where the lord is encouraging others through this podcast and it's really encouraging to know that others are inspired and also encouraged and so i trust and hope that you will also be encouraged by this week as we continue on the topic fear and insecurities where we're doing a part two and so before i dive into it again let us pray before we begin father i thank you for today i thank you for this episode i thank you god for this opportunity where you have given me the ability to share with others i pray almighty god that as i'm about to share and to impart knowledge unto your people that god almighty that you will inspire me that i may able to inspire others that their hearts and their minds and their spirit receptive god to what i'll be sharing today in jesus name Amen. And so it's really good to be with you another time to share in this podcast. I um I'm enjoying the journey so far, to be honest. I um I like to share, I like to impart knowledge, I like to learn. And so anything that increases my knowledge and allow me to share knowledge, I love that. And sometimes while sharing, I learn as well because sometimes the Spirit of the Lord kind of just teaches something right in the moment. And so I'm enjoying the journey so far and I hope that you also are enjoying the journey. I realize I'm a bit perky today and so I hope you have the same, you know, perkiness and vibes while um, listening to this podcast today. So last week I gave you homework and I hope you did it. I gave three questions that you should answer. One identify your fears two is there any danger with the things that you fear and three identify the triggers um and so i i reflect on those questions and i and i have some answers that i'm going to share with you you know so what are my fears i there are two main things that i've identified i'm afraid of the uncertainty so i'm not sure of how some things will unfold that the lord is telling me to do and because of that I am afraid of that because I'm not sure of the outcome. And I'm also afraid of what people might say about the things that I do or how I do things. So sometimes I become fearful in doing some things because I'm wondering, you know, will people like this? How will people respond? Even with this podcast, you know, I always wonder, you know, how will people respond to it? But so far, you know, the feedback is not negative. And so... You know, there wasn't really anything for me, anything for me to be afraid of. I also realized that I'm also afraid of failing, not failing in terms of exams, but failing in terms of the things that I pursue that God has called me to. And and I think that is because of insecurities. And we're going to talk about that. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that today, but if we can, I'll touch on it. But you find that fears and insecurities, they're best friends or they're good friends. And so most persons who have fear also have insecurities. And most persons who have insecurities also have fear. So fear 
influence insecurities while in, um, insecurities influences fear. So you'll, for example, why I say that? Because you'll have something that you're afraid of and that, and whatever it is that causes your fear, it makes you insecure or make you lack confidence within yourself. And then if you lack confidence within yourself or insecure about something, then that will influence you becoming fearful about some things. So we will definitely discuss insecurities a little bit more. But for now, the focus is on fear. So probably, probably there's a part three. So let's see what the Lord says today. And so those are my fears. Now, it is very clear that the answer to question two is a no. Is there any danger? No, there is no danger really in the things that I fear. So the truth is I have no reason to fear. And the third question, what are the triggers? I think for me, is more so overthinking and really looking at things beyond what they are. You know, so I'm I'm overthinking the situation and, and probably even creating situations that doesn't even exist because of um I, I'm overthinking it and I'm thinking that this is going to happen, that is going to happen, you know, how people are going to respond to this, you know, will will they gravitate towards this, will they not? And sometimes I even consider, you know, will they accept it? But one of the things that I've learned that really has helped me with my fear is the fact that once the Lord has sent you, it doesn't really matter how people respond. Once you have done what the Lord has sent you to do, then that is it. It doesn't matter what people says. It doesn't matter what people want to say because it is really the commendation of God that is important. We, we, we cannot look for commendation from men or approval from man, but we have to look, seek it from God. Once God gives us the commendation or the approval, then it is set. We don't have to worry about what people say about us. We don't have to worry about what they think. Will they like it? Will they not like it? Hmm, that, that, that's their business, really. And so I'm learning that along the process. But I'm being transparent with you in terms of the things that I fear because I know that others are able to identify with the fear of the uncertainties, fear of failing, fear of really, you know, people and, and really what they will think and so forth. And so those are my fears. Are there any dangers? No. And pretty much I am my own trigger. <laughs> I am my own trigger. I don't think people is a trigger to me because I believe that I'm surrounded by a good bunch of people who are very encouraging and supportive and have been there through many things and many journeys that I have taken and so it's not that the case that the people around me are very discouraging. They're very encouraging. Um, and so the trigger is really me and how I think about stuff. But I am working on my thoughts using the word of God in, in, in being able to push past these fear. Because as I said last week, it's really a spirit. So you have the spirit of fear and then you have the regular fear that we are made with that is really there to get us out of danger or a trigger for us to adapt. So as I said last week, I believe if we're going to the edge of a cliff, then we start to feel nervous or we start to feel some sort of anxiety, which is really telling us that we're heading to danger and then we will just adjust to that. And I was saying sometimes fear forces us um, into a better place where, for example, if you have an exam, you, when it, with all of these anxiety and fear, you'll start to go and study and prepare because time is running out. Or if you have an interview, you know, the fear will, you know, I don't want to fail you. So guess what? I'm going to prepare for that interview. And so fear is nothing but the spirit of fear now is the trouble. So that's what we're going to talk about today, the spirit of fear. So I'm going to read over the scripture that I read last week, which is Romans 8. And 15 says, For he have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, 
where they have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And I'll stop there for now. And so let's let's backtrack a little bit. So we were we were born into sin. So sin entered into the land, and so we were born into sin. The the sin because we were born into sin, we were born with the spirit of bondage, and with the spirit of bondage comes with the spirit of fear, come with the spirit of doubt, come with the spirit of intimidation, come with the spirit of you know lacking self confidence, lacking having low self esteem, and lacking a lot of things. You know it really belittles us, and and you know redirect us from who we are and that's why in first peter 2 he says peter said to the people look here you're a royal priesthood you're a holy nation you're a peculiar person who is called to show forth the righteousness of god who once was not a people so because we were born into sin we are not a people and and so we we have these fearful spirit now god has adopted us he has legally adopted us when he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for our sins. And so Jesus come down, die for our sins, adoption paper go through and so thing and thing. So we legally paper sign and thing. So we have rights to the kingdom of God. So now we can say God Father. We can say God Father. We can say Father. There, there is a there is a uniqueness and a connection that you get when you say Father. When you have that relationship with your father. And so we have that privilege and that right. We're not outcast. But is it because of our foundation, the spirit of fear still lingers. So it is something that we have to work on um, over time. And, and I find that it's not something that just disappears just like that. Because every level that you go, there's a spirit of fear that is there. And, and the spirit of fear is a spirit that is not there to kill you. Is there to stop you. Is there to paralyze you. It, it, the spirit of fear is a paralyzing spirit. That's how I describe it. So what it does, it traps you down. And so when you become fearful, you don't want to move. Sometimes you reach a point where you feel numb. And you feel like, oh, I can't go forward or anything like that. Because of the fear. The fear is like it just pin you down. If you watch wrestling, I don't. And if you watch, I think it's wrestling. I don't watch it, but I have an idea of it. There, there comes a time when you get pinned down. And then you have the, the referee says one, two, three. And if you're not up by a certain time, then you lose the match. That's what fear does. It pin you down or, you know, you have persons who were probably made in an accident and they're unable to move. So that somebody has to be pushing them in a wheelchair. And so that's what fear does. Fear paralyzes you. You can't move forward. And so if you want to do certain things, and let's tie it back with the greatness. So God have had, God have great plans for us. He says, for I know the thoughts that I have towards you. You know, not of evil, but to give you an expected end. God have great plans for us. There are great things ahead of us. But in order for us to get those great things, we have to move forward. But many times when we try to move forward, there is fear and insecurities that keeps pulling us back and, and trying to stifle us and trying to suffocate us and try to paralyze us that we can't move forward. And it's a strategy that the enemy uses so that we can't move forward. I've been through many spirits of fear. Um... To get to where I'm at today, um, if I have never overcome them, I would not be where I'm at today. And so the mere fact that I overcome them, you can also overcome these spirits of fear. So let's talk about fear now. So what the enemy does, he, he plays with our mind and, and he causes us to become fearful of things that we don't need to be fearful about. We're fearful of some simple things that is not even danger to us but as i said before it's really to paralyze us and to make us stagnant and immobile and we're at a place where we feel like we can't move and we can't make it and, and all of these things 
But I want us to note that God did not give us that spirit. In Timothy says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, but of love, and of a sound mind. And so the spirit is coming from our, our past. And if God has adopted us and liberated us and freed us, that I read last week in Ephesians chapter 4, that we are free, we're no longer from born women, but we're now from the free woman. And so God has, as when he adopted us, he has made us free. He has liberated us. He has broken the chains of fear out of our lives. He, had, he has done that. So we don't need to fear any at all because God has broken that over our life. But the enemy still do that. So we have to utilize the word of God to overcome these, these, these fears that are before us. And so the word of God is there as a tool, as a, as a, a weapon, as a, a shield for us to overcome the spirit of fear. And so there are many scriptures that are there that speaks about fear. And God continues to say, fear not. And if you can look at Joshua, for example, Joshua was very fearful. If you observe the scriptures from Moses' days, there were, I think there were two occasions when God said to Moses, look at Moses, Moses, may I beg you please encourage Joshua. Because Joshua was fearful. Joshua was really fearful. And when you look at Joshua and how he operated in, in the chapter, in the book, in the book sorry, of Joshua, you see that Joshua demonstrated courage. Because even in chapter 1, God had to say to Joshua more than once, Fear not. Till it reached verse 9 and he said, Have not I command you? Be strong enough for good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you wheresoever thou goest. And so fear is always there trying to paralyze us. But God did not give us that spirit. And so whenever that spirit arise, we got to speak what the word of God says about it. We got to remind that spirit that, hey, this is what the word of God says. God did not give me this spirit. Hence, I'm going to reject it. And so when fear comes, we reject it. But we don't just reject it like that. We reject it using the word of God. But in order to use the word, you got to know the word. And so you got to read the word. And so there are many scriptures that speaks about fear. You can look at Isaiah 41.10, um, where it says, fear not, nor be dismayed. Be not afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yeah, I will uphold you in the right hand of my righteousness. And we have Psalms 27 that says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat my flesh, they stumble and fail. And we have even Psalms 23 that says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And, and so... We have many scriptures that we can utilize that speaks about fear because even some in Exodus that really speaks about fear. And so we got to encourage ourselves and we got to use the word of God. Now, there's this principle in psychology or in the brain. I like the brain. I said I want to really study the brain. So there's this principle called neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is really the ability to rewire your brain. So I was watching a video once and a psychologist was saying that if your brain constantly changes its shape. So the more the brain learns, the more we um, study the shape of the brain change. So if you should scan your brain now, do some extensive study and rescan your brain, you'll see that the shape of your brain change. Why? Because our brain develops based on 
what we have learned, what we teach it, our experiences, I, I say that the brain is done. And why I say that the brain is done is because the truth is our brain learns from our experience. So there are signals or sensors that are sent to the brain. So when we taste stuff, that sends a signal to the brain and after a while the brain records it. So the brain, so if you close your eyes and you taste chicken, you know that it's chicken you're eating. Why? Because over time your brain records this taste and align it to chicken. So when you eat it with your mouth, the brain, it sends a signal to the brain and the brain knows that this is chicken. If you touch something, then you know whether or not it's hot or cold. Um, if when or not it burns, if you hear something, then you know whether or not it's soothing or it is destructive or it's really annoying. You know, when you look at something, you know what it looks like. If you see blue, you know what blue looks like. But it's not a case where you were, you're born knowing blue or you're born knowing red or you're born knowing sweet from salty, from bitterness. That is something that you learn over time. And so, um, as you grow, as if you observe a child, as they grow, they learn stuff and they, they, they kind of decide what, what tastes good from what don't taste good, what they like from what they don't like. Um, and that is based on the, the taste that they have and the signal that is sent to the brain. Now, if a child tastes a certain thing and they don't like it, it the, that, that the body reaction sends a signal to the brain, the brain records it. So what happens is that the brain records information based on your experiences so if you find that each time a child go to the edge of a bed they, they, they drop off eventually they're going to stop going to the edge of a bed because the, the the brain is going to record the edge of the bed as danger so initially a child will not know danger but over time from getting some hurt and some drop and some hits then they'll know that that don't do this else you're going to be get hurt and so that is the same thing with us what really causes us sometimes to fear is our experiences. So we have been through some real hard experiences and based on that, our brain records that experience. And when we see that, we, we get frightened or we get disturbed or we get anxious. When sometimes you hear about school because of your experience with school, it really causes some sort of fear. When, when you think about exams, it causes fear because you don't want to fail based on your experiences. But we have the ability to rewire our brains our brains, because our brain continue to learn, it continues to change, it continues to reshape each time we study. But how do we do this? We do it based on what we think and we do it based on the things that we do. But we have to do it through repetition. So it's something that we have to repeat over and over and over again. Just like when you taste something, after a while, the brain is going to see a chicken until after a while, it picks up your chicken based on your response and where you say. And so it records that information. So what am I saying with all of this and the neuroplasticity? We are able to rewire our brain with fear using the word of God. All we have to do is repeat it over and over and over and so if each time you become fearful and you start to say but god did not give me the spirit of fear but he gave me a spirit of love he gave me a spirit of power he gave me a spirit of sound mind or when we become fearful we say oh the lord is my light and my salvation i will not fear what is happening before me i will not fear man i will not fear the enemy and when we speak these things over and over and we tell ourselves that, look, you know, I am adopted by God. Therefore, I am freed from the spirit of bondage, which comes with 
fear and insecurities. And we, we just constantly rewiring our brains to that. I tell you, it does wonder. And it's something that I have done. I tell you already, I don't speak things unless I have tried. It is something that I've done. If you speak something long enough, it, you start to operate and start to be just like that. And so we are able to rewire our brain through a process or a principle called neuroplasticity by, you know, repeating the process over and over. So we have a wealth of scriptures that really speaks about fear that we can use to rewire our brains. Um, and so if you want some, then you can message me and I will give you some. But I, I mention a few of them that you can use. We, we got to stand and even if we're afraid, if we, even if we're fear, if we even, sorry, if we're fearful, we still can speak those scriptures. And the more you speak them, 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 the more you repeat that I will not fear. The more you repeat, I will be strong. I will be courageous. I will be not fear. The Lord is with me wheresoever I go. I will be strong. I will be courageous. I will not fear. God has given me the spirit of power, love, and soul mind. I will have power. I will have love. And I will have a soul mind. I am a child of a king. Therefore, I am no longer longer a slave to fear i am no longer under the bondage of fear and you keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it your brain is gonna get it eventually i tell you and when your brain gets it you're good because the very things that you fear now the very things that you fear now it will change and so how to really overcome fear we're going to talk about um insecurities next week so we're going to have a part three to this where we just focus on insecurities. But really and truly how to overcome fear, repeat the word, speak the word. How when you believe it, how when you know make sense to you, speak what the Bible says about you. Speak what the Bible says about you and the fear. Because God did not give us the spirit. It comes from our past. And we, we got to release ourselves from that. And so each time fear comes, just say what the word says. Just repeat it, repeat it. Eventually, your brain is going to get it. And when your brain gets it, you're good. And so I hope that you're encouraged by this. That, you know, it really and truly how to overcome fear from a spiritual perspective. Spiritual perspective. Use the word. Repeat the word. Make it sound like a scratch record. <laughs> we see it over and over. And one of the things that I find useful with the word is that when you write your prayers... You, you say it consistently all the time. But if you don't write it every day, you're going to say something different. Sometimes you're going to forget that you need to pray about this. But when you have a book, because I have a book that I write prayers in, and I find that it becomes more effective when I write them and I, and I just repeat it daily, daily, daily. And after a while, after writing it, you're going to remember it and you're going to be able to even say it without reading it from the book. And so really reinforce your spirit using the word of God to overcome fear. And through neuroplasticity, you, you will change and you will be able to rewire your life, rewire your brain, rewire your spirit into a person that is more courageous than fearful. And so, Lord, I thank you for your words this time. Lord Almighty, your word is quick, your word is 
powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so, Almighty God, as I have imparted what you have placed on my heart to your people, Lord, I pray that they will receive it. I pray that they will be able to utilize it, Lord, and that it will be effective in their life. That God Almighty, that they will be able to rewire their mind, their thoughts, their spirit, their brain to recognize that you did not give them the spirit of fear, but the enemy wants to use it to paralyze them so that they are not able to reach and to, mighty God, step into the greatness that you have for them. And so even now, God Almighty, I pray, God, God Almighty, that you will teach your people your words. I pray, God Almighty, that you will break every spirit of fear that is over their life. That God Almighty, they will walk in freeness and in newness. That God, they will walk as royalty, as a holy nation, as a peculiar people who you have called to show forth your, your righteousness out of God bondage. You have and picked us God and has placed us in a different space where God you did not give us that spirit and so right now almighty God I pray that you will empower your people to walk not in fear but in courage in power in love and in sound mind in Jesus name I pray amen amen I want to thank you very much for listening I trust and I hope that you have learned something. I trust and I hope that something from this podcast would help you to overcome your fear. Be not afraid because God is with you. Now, remember that the fourth Tuesdays are dedicated or the last Tuesdays rather are dedicated to any topic that you want to speak about. So if you have a topic that you want me to speak about, you can email me at thedigjourney at gmail.com. And I will select one of the topics to talk about. The first one will be the end of August. Or if you have questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, I will do that as well. If you want scriptures more on fear, you can also send an email to the Dig Podcast. And I will definitely respond to you with some scriptures that I have used that have helped me in the process through every step of the way that you can also use. So thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe on spotify please subscribe on google podcast and also it's available on anchor i appreciate the support so far and if you have not subscribed yet please do so now continue to share continue to enjoy and until we talk next week about insecurities peace see you soon